0: Live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to B Tech Philosophers with me, Michael Oduwaale, and my good friend Elliot Steele. The podcast for people who are dumb but want to understand philosophy about life on a on a, on a deeper level. And I feel like we're we're, we're doing a good job. We're, we're six episodes in, and you know we we, we some some pretty deep things at depth, haven't we, Elliot? So far,
1: yeah, we've gotten into it. We've you know philosophized.
0: We we, we we hate was last week. Yeah. We got to the we got to the bottom of, uh, you know our our aggression and our and our anger. Did you you reckon you solved some stuff? No, You didn't solve any issues. I didn't I didn't solve any internal
1: issues. No. Any any lingering stuff? Mm, there's still a still a lot of hate in my heart. I I I do it right. I, I You saw me on the train last week on the tube. Mm. I can't stand Diverers Just just divverers. on the underground
0: does my nothing what if the Diverers are outside of the train sort of environment it's just Diverers in general i, I uh, let it's it's still not ideal
1: mm. it still annoys me especially when you've got someone just stood there i do know what i do this as well but when i do it it's different because it's me mm. you know mm-hmm. i'm got you're
0: the main character yeah in I'm, your own story i'm the main character in everyone's story i mean even I'm, even someone enough. in
1: bangladesh who's never met me or heard of me i'm the main character
0: well, from your perspective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're the
1: antagonist. All about me. Protagonist? I wouldn't be the antagonist. I could be an antagonist. You I think the antagonist.
0: The cunt doesn't get out the fucking way on the escalator. It's going to be a recurring theme for our, for our pod, just, just Elliot's... Um, uh, hate of difference. That's an early C word That we dropped there Right there Let them know early doors What we're about Sorry for our Under 10 year old listeners Who are I'm sure I, like, I yeah. still haven't changed it From clean On the Apple <laughs>
1: podcast I, I keep forgetting To do that it is going to cause some issues when we're taking off Apple. When we are taking off all platforms. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't know how to do it. Last week, you'll have noticed the podcast, for the first 10 seconds, there was just dead air, because I, I didn't really know how to trim
0: it, and then it came time to put it out, so I just put it out. I think people um, find our lack of podcast editing skills endearing and I say ah oh, it's you but I thought I would be humble and try and take some of the responsibility a lot of our pods they still end with us just sort of wrapping up as we're leaving the room you still <laughs> <laughs> you got anything going on after <laughs> this That's, that seems to be how we end every pod it's not it's not a sharp end that we figured out no we're thinking about getting food or something yeah, <laughs> yeah what have you got guys got get a pizza yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. how, I don't know why we're letting the listeners in. I think the listeners like that though that's our big sign off at the moment. Phoebe, how are you this week? We, we're remembering to introduce Phoebe Thanks this week. Much. Our valued producer.
2: Yeah, having a good time. Glad to be here.
0: Working on on other pods as well, but she's kind. This is kind of a main pod uh, right here. She's she's Ooh, working on other other I think platforms. They would
2: be very mad if you heard me saying main pod.
0: I think I think this is the main the main characters' main pod. Yeah, it's certainly the best podcast. That the thing is, I've on.
2: been here since. Since the the dawn of this pod. Yes. So I yes. I feel a little closer to this one than the other ones who've had like six thousand different producers, you know.
0: You were just the right fit from us early on and also the only person available early on. So yeah. it's kind of this that that beautiful marriage that's just right. kinda of
2: that, that is my selling point, availability.
0: That that's it. That's <laughs> it right know. there. Everything about this place. So so Elliot man, just another week of of philosophizing or stuff. Has anything happened in this week to you would say that you, you've been pondering on? Um I know you meant a yes and with these things. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nothing. You've not been pondering <laughs> oh, on just stuff. Dead air in my brain. I've just been working loads. Just been working loads. Yeah. Working working away from you working on your arms. Your arms are looking great. Thank you. Right now. Thank you. I've got body dysmorphia because of the gym though, so it never looks good enough. Because like you just, no matter what you improve, there's always something left else to improve. Yeah, I've had to separate at the moment. I haven't been to jiu-jitsu since last Monday, I think. Elliot uh, does sort of like fighting stuff and you may have noticed it from the other pods where he mentions it probably once every five minutes that he does that. Um, continue I, it, you've it, asked me how my week's been <laughs> I've gone to tell you how my week's been you went and to tell you, me about and, an activity and,
1: and, and I'm dealing I'm dealing with because I haven't been in I can't sometimes I get annoyed at myself for not going mm. and I have to separate that's not what I do it's not important it's it's just this thing that keeps me basically Mike what I want to do all the
0: time is just go out and have a pint right that's what I want to do. And you're fighting that side of you with comedy, with jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I just, if,
1: if, if I got to heaven, mm. if there was a heaven, like a personal heaven for me,
0: what it would be? Just one for you, Not don't want to go to the global sort of collective heaven that <laughs> everyone else joins. Well, this, this is the thing about heaven. there'll be divers there, there'll be divers in heaven. Oh, there's that's, no the, div-
2: that's the thing, like with heaven, if a collective heaven, surely it's going to be very similar to life on earth. Because we've like collectively made this ideal life on earth, which definitely isn't ideal. So if you went to a collective heaven, I reckon it wouldn't be that good.
0: Yeah, but there will be like, there'll be like no council tax, things like that. Yeah, I You think... could
2: get that in a personal heaven as well.
0: Mm. Oh, this is true. I
2: think if you have more autonomy over it.
0: So you want like, when you say personal heaven, do you mean like an apartment to yourself and then you kind of no, join it's like, it's Elliot like world?
2: My idea, yeah, in my head of what heaven is. Mm hmm. Perfect. I don't want someone else's, because that's a group project. At the end of the day, that's a group project. And as we all know, they don't work.
1: Right. M- my, my personal heaven would be, I'm with my mates. Okay. And we're just having a pint. And uh, Who's the wo- and the World Cup's on. He's paying for it. But, no, no, but not even an important, a game that's great, it, I'd want to be watching a, a match that's great you know look, if you have something like Senegal the Uruguay mm. and all of a sudden it, it's a great game like you weren't invested at the beginning but you're like fucking hell
0: it's 3-2 yeah. now yeah
1: yeah and everyone you know that uh, that France-Switzerland game yeah. of the Euros I watched that on my own and I took my trousers off when that third Switzerland <laughs> goal and I was so excited for context where were you? Uh, I, I was on my own at home okay I that really wait,
2: so, you, so you got so excited what did you start getting hot is that why I you just started
1: ripping my clothes off it was it was I, you remember that game for for people that don't know France Switzerland went 1-0 up against France and I was doing that thing of going oh they're, 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 they're ropey they're going to lose it so France end up going 3-1 up and then Switzerland come back in the last 10 minutes make it 3-3 against France the World Cup winners and then Mbappe misses a penalty he misses right, the final yeah. penalty and it puts Switzerland out and that, that was when it came a thing like England were playing the next day and we we're facing Germany, and it was that thing of if we beat Germany, we can potentially do this. Right, yeah. But uh, that would be my heaven is watching just the
0: World Cups on. Just football analysis and no trousers. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. in, in this personal heaven of yours, the football, are you watching earth football? Are you watching the football of dead players? This, who are is, now this playing is for in the, the people
1: in heaven to work out. This isn't my job. I don't want the admin. This is for heaven FIFA, who are hopefully less corrupt than yeah. earth FIFA. <laughs> I, but this is why I don't believe in heaven, because once you start getting into the logistics of it, it doesn't make any sense. The same way, it, it you know, I if I was to believe in anything of an afterlife, which I don't, I think maybe you experience this level of consciousness and the feelings. It's why you should never get mad at people for doing bad things, because maybe it's predetermined that they have to do bad things to experience emotions,
0: to move to a higher state after they die. Sorry, I was just, you know, this this is a philosophy pod. So every now and then there will be dead air where I just try and ingest, and understand what has been said.
2: So that's really interesting. So you think you shouldn't ever get mad at people because they might be predetermined to do bad things.
0: Well,
1: Hitler—I know he's always the the example. But what if he had to do that to go through that, so he could grow? So on the next level of consciousness, there's an understanding of what that feeling is or what, what goes on there. I, I find that you should get mad at people. I do. I get mad at divers. For some reason, I'm 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 weird. I can forgive. Uh, probably the worst human being who's ever lived in history, but not somebody who stands on the left
0: side of the escalator. I'm a complex man. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that that's an interesting concept. Do you believe in karma?
1: I believe in it in the, in not in some universal force, but if you're a dick to people, people are probably going to be a dick back. However, there are people in this world, corporate psychopaths, I think if you're a corporate psychopath or anything in that realm, then I don't think karma will affect you because I don't think you, you care enough
0: that people dislike you. They have too much protection. It's like, you know, some people, they just like, they don't get what's coming to them. Like there's always anomalies. But the more and more you
1: do stuff, the more and more, the more and more bad things you do that's going to accumulate over time. That's going to come back and affect you.
0: Yeah. um, But uh, Is that really karma or is that just logic? I'd say, well, I don't know. Do you believe in karma? I guess uh, in a spiritual sense, I feel like if you have a good energy, then, you know, not necessarily that always good things will come back to you, but if you have a good positive energy, I think that does attract more of that. And I think that you can affect the surroundings around you with that and and sort of the same with negative energy you know but you know most people it's not that it's, they're not, most people aren't positive any energy all the time they're not negative energy all the time it's like it's a, it's a mix of both people make mistakes so sometimes you can be a good person for a long time and then something can come back from in the past and you're like well oh, I was such a good person but you know it's just like it, it, it was like long overdue. it was differing the bad energy was differing and it's come back for you
1: So so what about somebody who's a drug dealer or something like that? Is that, say you have things, you're doing a bad thing for maybe a good reason. There's people who drug deal because of circumstance where someone in their family might be ill, not able to work. They need to provide money for the rest of their family, so they start.
0: Should we do that? Should we get into the ethics of drugs? Get into the ethics of drugs, yes. Do you know, because we've discussed this before about doing a, 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 a drug episode. And your idea, which I didn't really understand, was to have a drug dealer yeah. and interview him. Just be like... A current one, not a f- reformed one, like an active drug dealer. And I feel like they probably wouldn't be a very good drug dealer if they were on the show talking about their current activities. Put him in a balaclava. Put him in a barbaclava. A barbaclava. A, a a, 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 now you, you, that's infected <laughs> me. <laughs> put, <laughs> put him in a belly. Uh, as they say in South London, put him in a belly. Uh, change up his voice. Give him one uh, of the He voice. can
1: change his voice. He could come on and do it himself. He's just, so he just a in like, a belly. Like Christian Bale was Batman. Like, I'm drug dealer. Yeah, I was thinking
0: he... high pitch for some reason. Oh, okay. I, just, I, was Hello, saying, I'm here. I was selling three fifths and, you know, it was, you know. Any man who comes near
1: me, I shank him up in it. If they're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a really high, high-pitched
0: voice.
2: No, because obviously I have to get the strap when I'm going down Brixton. <laughs> that's just
0: ops. someone from Birmingham, actually. You're just doing <laughs> a Birmingham accent.
2: What are your thoughts on the uh, gender gap with drug dealers?
0: Excuse me, is, there, is, there, is this is this a, a movement that I've
1: missed? <laughs> Women have sex work. That's female drug dealing, in my opinion. <laughs> Whoa! Have you
2: never had a female drug dealer? No. Ever, ever.
0: No. I guess not. And I, I, I wouldn't know which HR department to speak to. <laughs> I wouldn't to, be opposed to it. But. I know
2: some. I know that also some people do females for females.
0: See, so Phoebe, you seem like somebody who, you know, knows their way around buying a drug.
2: Uh, if the police or my family are listening, then no. <laughs> well, let's say hy- <laughs> hypothetically. Hypothetically.
0: You uh, look like you know where to get acid.
2: <laughs> this is what everyone says. And I actually have never. I've never done that.
0: That's never a sentence that I've heard about anyone else. So if that, <laughs> someone's saying about you multiple times. That is concerning.
2: People say that or oh, MD. I got that a lot.
0: Do you often buy female when it comes to drugs? Do you like, you know, try and seek out your, your support, your your your, your in?
2: No, it's not an active thought. No.
0: What's
1: What's the relationship like? with uh, women and drug dealers because I know a few girls who then really start fancying their drug dealer because... Really? Yeah. I, I've met, known a couple who start fancying them because th- they're like this ultimate bad boy.
2: I, mm. see. There's I a, see. There's
1: sort of, oh my God, he because you know he's making a bit of money but mm. he's a bit of it's a bad really boy. like a long-term job prospect though. No, but... It's it's the psychology of that is I think it's it's uh, there's a, there'll be a male equivalent of it as well, but people go who go for relationships like that don't value themselves and need to go for something where they can put all their worth in knowing it's going to fail, well, even, knowing it's going to mess yeah. up. Whereas if they go with someone who you know, oh, he goes to university and he's getting a degree and now he's working here and he's really good and he's a very sort of lovely guy uh, the, or girl, there's certain people go, oh my God, I don't deserve this, I'm going to ruin it so they, they don't get close to him or they always find issues with them and push them away. It's interesting.
0: That is interesting. I mean, I guess from, on a man-to-man level, you know, any gender can get attracted to their drug dealer. I mean, there are there are desirable elements. They, they, um, they bring you happiness, mm. literally. Um, do You know, they're 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 always on time. Sometimes they are. Um, they are
1: never on time. They're
0: never on time to be. Sometimes, but they're productive. They're proactive. Um, do, do you know what I mean? There There are a lot of desirable elements of. They're, they're self employed mm. entrepreneurs. Do they know? don't
1: have to do a tax return either. The best part of being sort of that they, they've really nailed the self employed angle. Yeah, but most of them do have jobs to funnel the money through. So I was speaking to someone about. I knew a guy. Who got arrested drug dealing, but there was this new scheme where they give you they make you get a job. So instead of going to jail, the police were like, "You've got to get a job." And he started working his job with the best hours ever <laughs> because it was just in the morning and then he was like yeah i now have a really good way of, <laughs> of washing quite a bit of money <laughs> and so the police don't go how are you affording this car now he's like well you, i got a job yeah 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 i bought it off a
0: friend and yeah yeah but i think that at ev- times for our economy though when drug dealers are having to get second or third jobs there used to be a time where they could just make money off drug dealing this is really Boris's well, Britain is really in the pits right really now. really affecting I think. everyone, isn't it? We need to talk to, to Martin Lewis about this Money Supermarket guy. It's just Wh- about... Who? You know Martin Lewis. I don't know Martin Lewis. You never get that email update from a Money Supermarket. He tells you best ways to save money... I feel like this is a Nigerian print
1: scam that's going on or some no, money is supermarket is. scam that you've fallen through money that go. was
2: that was 16 minutes until Elliot made it all about race yeah. I didn't make yeah. it
0: about race yeah. that's there a there we thing. go again and that is not money race. supermarket <laughs> is a reputable I, I, but I was saying it's a scam like the it's Nigerian it's a literal money supermarket isn't the meerkat that's compared to market the market the market market, the
1: market the, no market. you're now you're now being racist towards Mare, websites and you're being pushed <laughs>
0: towards Nigerians. I'm not but the Nigerian um, print scam. It's it's an actual. I'm talking about a guy who saves people money. Yeah. And that's it, Martin Lewis. I didn't know he existed. <laughs> and then you just brought it to Nigeria somehow. Because uh,
1: you were like, I'm getting emails off this guy. And I was going, oh, he's like a Nigerian Prince scam. Yeah, it's a newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Nigerian Prince newsletter. Connor, was- Connor, a black man get an email. How is this being made out that I'm fucking Tommy Robinson? In your Fred Perry polo, it, that's not Fred Perry. Right. But I do. This is why I can't wear polos. I do look like I want to throw a brick at a mosque in them. It is a bad that look for me. Like every I have CCTV image
0: <laughs> after an England game that's gone wrong is wearing what you're wearing right Dude, now. Dude,
1: I have such a racist face. Yeah, it's really bad. An occasional vocal cord. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> that, that, it, wasn't an, that wasn't a. That wasn't racist where were we though where were we though martin, martin lewis Martin okay drug dealers getting second jobs all right moving on from there i don't know man uh is it is it an unethical job to have drug dealing
1: i think it's like anything there'll be people it's like any line of work why w- w- there will be people in it who are uh, what we'll deem as unethical people people who aren't afraid who want to get ahead and are nasty and there'll be people who are in it because they want to make a bit of money it's a really easy way to make money there'll be people in it I don't think I don't think they should feel bad about the consequences of their actions because the people who decide to do drugs are adults for the yeah, majority it depends on the drug, though, you know? so
2: what about if you were dealing to someone that was quite obviously younger what are your thoughts there
1: I used to buy weed when I was about 14 or 25-year-olds. It wasn't, yeah. But the- what
2: about the like ethics of, of that? If you're meeting someone, they're in their school uniform, so they're probably like revising for some kind of exam. Do you think you have an, a moral duty to leave a pamphlet with the... Or at
0: least sell them, instead of weed, maybe sell them Adderall, something that can help them revise, something that's (laughs) that's, better for their future.
1: Okay, but that's the point. Adderall is worse for you than weed. So I've got ADHD, as we were talking about before the pod, Mm. and people have always been going to me, oh, you should go get. So I got taken off the ADHD register because I kept forgetting to turn up to my meetings
0: the ADHD register. Yeah, there's like this, a sex offenders,
1: register. Yeah, there's a well, like a register so it's the ADHD and the autism unit, right? Mm. That's all combined into one thing. And they, I was I have ADHD and it, they kept going come to the you got to come to these meetings and I just never went. I was just because you have ADHD. Because I have ADHD, anyone turning up to them is a liar. Yeah. And then they went, "Oh, you clearly uh, you clearly aren't taking this seriously, so we're going to take you off the register to get help." And I was like, "Fine. I'm I'm a little bit conservative with this stuff. I could be wrong. I know for some people, medication and things like that are right. I, I with mental health issues, think it's down to you. I, I have kind of you're an adult. It's down to you to go and seek the things to fix it. It's not down to the rest of the world. And we in we,
0: in terms of what, for example. If you've got ADHD
1: and you get distracted all the time and it's affecting your life, you've got to learn how to do routine and things like that. And you've got to work harder on it because it's your job as someone who has that disadvantage. Now, you're much more advantaged in other things. I think with ADHD, like creative thought and those processes, the mind wanders a lot. Mm. That's good for that. Remember to write those things down and come back to them and actually work on them. You've got to learn to do that. Timekeeping. I'm... My room's a mess at the minute. I go, right, tonight when I get back from a gig, I've got to tidy this, otherwise I won't. last of to... the walls that you've punched in as well. The lo- last of the walls since yeah. Kurt Zuma.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, uh, Rudiger. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay. oh, no. Okay. No! <laughs> I know okay. I know
1: it's... Sorry, I was thinking. Was... You're just I... mad about that cat I still. mad just about the cat.
0: Just punch you every now and then. But, okay. But so... then that's why, yeah, that's why we have things in place to help people with certain things because you know maybe they 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 don't know how to get help and it's the same with people who are buying drugs and they're in need do you know what i mean like sometimes they they need help to get them out of that situation but you know drug dealers aren't helping for sure for sure i get i get what you're saying but i think if you're
1: you know most people who start dealing drugs probably are start at a teenage age Mm. it's a quick way to make money i never did it but i know could people you do it? could i do it i was i i was never if any time i thought about it i was oh you thought about it yeah cuz i had friends who were doing it who were making money i i i just saw it as too much of a risk i thought i come from quite a nice middle class home mm. i don't need to do this it would make the paper you'd make you'd make money but i also thought i i just don't know i i'm I'm, I'm one of those drug dealers who gets robbed. Right, yeah. I'd, I'd, Omar would come knocking, and I, I'd, just, I'd, just, I wouldn't, I'd hear him whistle and just throw the bags out. Just take it, mate. Let him have it. It's yours. I don't want to... Yeah, I wouldn't want to do it, but I don't think there's anything... I think it comes down to the ethics of drugs. For me, personally, human beings throughout history have wanted to get fucked up. If people want to get fucked up, they should be allowed to get fucked up, because it's your body, it's your choice. My opinion on all of this stuff is... The one thing I own, everything else is houses, things I don't own any, but a car or anything like that. That's just an agreement-based thing that we have. That you own this. What really is owning something? Well, I own my body. I truly own this. That's why I, I should be allowed to do with whatever I want to this because it's mine.
0: Should we just legalize it all?
1: Yeah, uh, it's mine. If I want to do stuff to it, I should be allowed to do stuff to it. Not the government. The government shouldn't be allowed to say because some guy. Most of the drug drug... Right, I'll make it about race. Most of the drug uh, laws come from racist old white people from back in the day. The whole thing about marijuana, the way they scared people away from it, was they were like, oh, white women are going to smoke it and want to sleep with black men. That that was their thing. That was one of the selling points. So They, we've, are, they are doing it. And they are, you know... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can vouch for this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, okay, yeah. so... so you think that drugs in themselves are ethical, but do, what do you think about the actual drug system? Because you're saying everyone has a choice. Well, why are there so many, like, really young drug dealers? So there's normally, like, a big, like, obviously not quite this uh, exaggerated, but a big drug lord. And then they've got, like, little minions sometimes. So you Someone's see... been
0: watching Top Boy. <laughs> but, uh, no, this is... now,
2: but the, you get, like, little 11-year-olds going around on bikes, dropping stuff yeah, off. Yeah, you
0: get people, explo- you get people sent on, on county lines. And they don't,
2: they probably feel like they don't have as much of a choice because if they had a choice realistically how many people would be sacrificing like time that they could be spending like in school or spending with their mates or doing like, anything and like the danger that they are putting themselves in
0: you know if you legalized all drugs it would make those little drug runners invalid they wouldn't uh get into credit card fraud yeah okay i don't it's a victimless I crime i wasn't saying that we move on to moving little kids into <laughs> other crimes i was saying getting them out of the crime system together there's always mm. going to be
1: crime there's always going to be it, 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 but what, what you were saying there phoebe is yeah they're being exploited by someone but it's just,
0: it's it's a reflection of the society we are in that's what i mean so if we if mm-hmm. we uh, legalize drugs that's less exploitation in a sense yeah yeah that's that's why i think you should i don't well, apparently just, portugal have done that they decriminalized everything Which and they've is, got ronaldo they've
1: got ronaldo yeah don't look up why he can't go to America.
0: Mm. Look, cause <laughs> the view shared by Elias. We can't, we can't afford to get sued by Ronaldo. Yeah, oh.
2: <laughs> um, I can barely a podcast I, now. No, no, every week. He can,
1: he can sue us, but only if he comes to the court date in America. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Ronaldo. But well, he, he, yeah, I, I think with what happened in Portugal, they decriminalized everything and within decriminalized. I, when I say legalized, I don't mean you can pop into Costco and buy some smack. I think there should be, a, it it makes a purity of the drugs cleaner. A lot of the times it's the impurities that kill people. Mm. And you have to, for the first couple of years, it'd probably be chaos and then it would level out. Because you know that first weekend. Oh my gosh. Where drugs are legal. Oh my gosh.
0: Heron with the lads. Absolutely.
2: Well, yeah, that's that's another question I was going to ask. Do you think there's a drug? Do you think there's a level? What, you're happy to legalize all drugs, basically?
1: Every all of them? I'm not saying legalize. I'm saying maybe decriminalize, or yeah, I I don't think there's anything that.
2: Do you think every drug is ethically sound?
1: I, I guess if people want to get messed up, they should be allowed to, mm-hmm. in whatever way they think is is that they want to do whatever their release is.
2: Do you do you feel differently about? someone who's a weed dealer and someone who deals heroin to clear addicts
1: no but those people who are addicts need help and you can do that with a decriminalization of drugs and go hey here's a safe place for you to shoot up we're going to have a needle exchange so we're going to try to lower the rates of hiv and hep c Mm. but the
2: dealer's not going to do that so that's why i'm asking like do you see a difference in a weed dealer to a heroin dealer
1: Mm, I guess, but it depends how much. If you're selling directly, this is the thing where it comes down to. If you were selling directly to someone, like, hey, here's here's my bag. I need my heroin. I don't. I don't know really how much you pay for heroin or anything. You know.
0: I don't really know quantities of uh, heroin. Thankfully, yeah, It's yeah. good. None of us do. But if if you none of our listeners do either.
2: Has Has anyone ever worked in a bar? No. Okay, so I used to work in a pub, and we had a guy that would come in, and he'd refer to himself as an alcoholic, like his name was like blank, the alcoholic. And that's how he'd refer to himself. And I always felt really awkward giving him drinks.
1: But he's an adult.
2: Exactly, but that's, he would be that's like- bar banter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. but it would be like, you just watch him like deteriorate throughout the day and just like keep giving him drinks. Like, do you not think, do you think anyone has a moral-
1: he, He's made the decision to do it. If, it. if people are offering a channel for help and he's not willing to get help, He's going to drink himself to death, but he has a right to do that. Yeah. You, you can, you, this is what I mean. You should be able... You have, he owns his body. It's not, it's not down to anyone else to tell him what or he should... He's doing what he wants to do you with it. You don't
2: have to tell him what to do, but do you think it would also be okay to refuse him service?
1: If he was being a cunt, if he no, started... No, if, if
2: you were just like, no, I, I don't feel comfortable serving you anymore. Someone else, like, give it over to someone else. Like, if someone came to you... If you're a dealer and someone, like started picking up like more and more and more and more regularly it became obvious they had a bit of a problem would you say anything or is that bad for business yeah
0: like what well, you know if you're a drug dealer what well, if a pregnant lady comes up to you you know there's probably some drug dealers who would still sell but there's probably some were like you know what this is my line right here i'm not i'm gonna wait till she has the baby and then i'm gonna start selling to her again because you know yeah. i have morals
1: i had a mate who had a situation like that who was uh selling to people and uh, when he noticed people be buying quite frequently, it's quite common. Drug dealers cut them off, and go, I don't. I, it's quite, it's quite a common thing where they go, I, I'm not feeding your habit anymore. I'll sell to you a few times a week, but I can't be selling to you like this.
0: Yeah, that's probably from a moral place, but that's also, let's be honest, from a place that uh, if they die under my thing, that's gonna come back to me. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there's different elements there, but I think you know, I, I always wonder like, but that's you say a good it's people for a bad free. reason, maybe. Yeah, maybe you you're saying about that it's that person's free will to drink themselves to death do you know what I mean but like if something has control over you to that extent is it even free will are you free if something has control over you you're, you're, you're a slave to the alcohol you know you're a slave to the drug that's what addiction is yeah I guess I guess and it, maybe it, it, it takes a, a good person a, bar, a bartender a young bartender a, a drug dealer with a heart of gold to free you from that addiction but this is my thing
1: it's Perfectly acceptable. Everyone would sit here and agree, uh, for the most part, that uh, an alcoholic going to a bar and drinking themselves to death is is fine. Mm. For some reason, we go, "Whoa, heroin! You're not allowed to do that." Which I think's if we're going to allow
0: one, allow the other in the same beer garden.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. Imagine in summer, if you've got <laughs> one thing. <day> where... <laughs> One, just sprawled out. Get the string uh, out. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, having to hose them down in this, yeah. putting them in the recovery position. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally. I know people who fucked with heroin. I know Weird. people who've done it. Mm. I wouldn't because I, I can't open a packet of crisps, yeah, and stop myself. <laughs> It's just I can't do I can't have a biscuit, I can't just have one. But sometimes I like to go, Maybe I'm the guy who could do heroin just once. <laughs> maybe I'm the guy, but I
0: know. I've heard that it's amazing that first time. I heard that first time was like the best thing and then you're just always chasing that high. But if you, you, if you shoot it. Chasing the dragon as if you shoot it. If you shoot it. Wow. So
2: I've got a separate question okay. about the ethics of drugs, but from a different point of view. Do we have a moral uh what's the word if you should be doing something
0: let's just say that yeah
2: yeah like a moral um oh, i can't think of the word i don't basically, think you do have a should question you, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> should we be taking drugs in a different way basically is it so you know how even like smoking cigarettes mm. it comes from like a, a tobacco ceremony in like rainforests and stuff. I think that's where they, is it, is it grown in rainforests? It's grown somewhere. Anyway, where it's grown, they have like ceremonies and it's all very spiritual. And quite often drugs originally, they came from like connect our ancestors, like connecting to nature and other things like that. And now we are mass producing everything. And like, yeah, just using it to get fucked up, like you said. So yeah, maybe we have a moral duty to getting fucked up, but do we also have a moral duty to actually taking these drugs properly
0: yeah i mean i guess there's no none of that that human spiritual connection that there there used to be i guess with that all that ayahuasca tea and stuff like that you even know. caffeine like we've we massively caffeine.
2: capitalized on all of this do you think that now actually we've messed it up a bit and that's why we've got such a problem because we've done the classic human thing of taking something
0: i guess you know if people were taking drugs in the past to connect to something to to understand more. And if people are doing it now to almost run away from shit stuff and just get fucked up, I think that is sort of a, uh, yeah, I, maybe that's part of the moral, moral failing side of the taking drugs. You know, I, I you know I, I mentioned in the I think the first or second part about that time I, I ordered my magic mushrooms, uh, which I haven't done again if the feds are listening. Even though a lot of people in the TikTok comic sections, they've they, they messaging me about mushrooms they can get they? me. Yeah, i turned them all down. I was like... You can get me once, Feds. So you're not going to get me again.
1: A lot of people called you a liar
0: as well. Yeah, a lot of people, they didn't uh, think that um, the, the, the police... Yeah, I don't know why, but the police came to my house. And they, they saw that second name. They were like, we're going to check this <laughs> out. Michael Williams, they would have left that alone. But, um, Michael DeWale, they were like, we're going to give him a slap on the wrist. Oh, uh, knee on the neck. Who <laughs> <whoa, whoa, whoa. laughs> made it racial? <laughs> <laughs> Who made That's it racial? That's what you said. <laughs> we're going to gonna. Get, we're gonna get... <laughs> <laughs> i think mean, they made it racial <laughs> made it. for the past 400 years they made it uh racial but um yeah so like even then i, I ordered mushrooms on a slightly uh spiritual level i'm not like i wanted it for creativity but i've also someone who kind of likes to be a bit introspective so i wanted to understand it on that level i don't think i would take something like that for example just on uh oh, let me pop this for fun but something like cocaine, I don't know if there's any spirituality behind cocaine. I just associate that with like Wall Street people and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, the cocaine problem
1: in the UK is scary. Is it big? It's huge. The the people just go to the pub and get on it now. They don't. They. I was talking to a comic, one. I, I won't name them, but they were. They, they they put it perfectly to me one time. We'll have them on as well, and then I'd ask if I can. I don't know if they want me to name them, saying someone like this, but he was going. It used to be a naughty thing. Mm. It was every few months someone would go, you know, I've got a bit of coke on me. And it was like, ooh, this is exciting. Mm. And now people do it all the fucking time. Mm. All the time. But I, I And there's like a real culture of it in the UK at the minute that's quite worrying. Where everyone, everyone just goes and gets on it all the time. Mm. people tell I this is the thing with something like coke that people have to be careful with you have to look for if you're using the thing you're going to as an excuse to do coke so if you go oh let's go there and we can get some coke that's you're using that thing as an excuse yeah so you have to I don't think it's that people all people are addicts you have to Break it, do a circuit break, just go like a month without session, without doing that and break that association, yeah. which is what a lot of people, I think, stroke. But cocaine, yeah, there's no... You never take coke and be like, oh, I had the most wonderful spiritual experience. <laughs> I came out of it the other side. You wake up the next day and you go, oh, I really freaked out those girls. <laughs> I was really... <laughs> I. I really uh, gave my opinion on some uh, conspiracy theories, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> Which you do anyway? But this time, just, just the jaws. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just your jaw swinging. Yeah.
2: Apart from coke, I think the rest of them you can be pretty spiritual on.
1: MD, you probably could.
2: MD, you probably could. Uh, I haven't done ket, but apparently you can get very spiritual on ket.
1: I've never understood ket. I've done it. I've done it a few times.
0: I, I never got into it so you, tr- you seem like somebody who has uh, in the past or might currently be living life on the line <laughs> uh,
1: like, people are going to people are going to be wondering why we got sunglasses <laughs> yours yours look, yours look stylish yours and Phoebe's are stylish mine looks like I've not slept <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like Christopher in season 5 of the Sopranos where everything's going wrong that's, that's my vibe yours just looks like there's dark secrets that you're yeah. having um, I take it off and my eyes are all red and I've got a black <laughs> I, you know, what happened I, d- I don't want to talk about it I, I owe some
0: I owe some Albanian men money <laughs> <laughs> but do would you say you ever got to the point where it might not have been addiction but close to that point no I
1: I definitely the, with my experiences in the past of probably getting on it I was probably in my 20s which I still am mm. I was in show business mm. it's all very exciting mm. and I had I I, de- I wasn't that mad into it or anything like that, but I definitely notice if I'm not feeling okay in myself, the first thing I notice is I start going out and partying a lot more. Right. So now I recognize that and go, oh, something's bothering me. Right. But this is the thing: going out and partying is a lot of fun. It just doesn't have to be every. My my problem at the moment is where I'm gigging so much. I just I just keep drinking.
0: Ah, That's another just British thing.
1: The the accepted level of drinking in this country, when you really think about it, it's and I notice it, right? I notice it. It's interesting. I notice it when I hang out with people who are second-generation immigrants, usually of um, their their parents are first-generation immigrants, and they've not been brought up in what you might call the British
0: drinking culture. Mm. How much I drink. Oh, right. Because even two to three pints a night will add up if you're doing that four four or five times a week, dude. I I can um I've not
1: got I can go days without a drink. Yeah, I've not got a you know I know people you got know, drinking problem. You know, this is the problem, right? This is this is where addicts, ex addicts, are the most fucking annoying people with this because you'll say. Uh, they really want to put it on you that you've got a problem. Mm. So they're always like, well, the first step is admitting it. And you go, no, I'm just 25 and working in stand-up comedy and beer's quite regularly available and often free. So but then,
0: that soon turns to being forty-five working in stand-up comedy. Beer's readily available still.
1: Yeah, so you have to teach yourself not to have a level of control, which I think comes with getting older. But an addict will be like, "Well, oh, that's how it starts." And I'm like, "No, I didn't." You're an addict. You turn, you fucked up your kid's birthday party because you turned up stinking of vodka, dressed as Spider-Man, and then pissed
0: yourself. That, what, is, entertainment, th- no, that, that, yeah, that
1: is entertainment. I'd pay to see that. Yeah, that would be the best birthday party ever. If you, imagine that. you were a parent. You had to take your kid to a birthday party. And the one of well, the other parents just downed a litre of vodka, came in dressed as Spider-Man, and went, ah, and yeah.
0: just pissed everywhere, and kids are crying. I'd be like, fuck, I can't top that. No, that is, I was going to hire a juggler.
2: That's
0: <laughs> fucking that's some good shit. Yeah, the creepy, crawley man's not going
1: to <laughs> cry. Do you remember the creepy, crawley man? What the hell is that? Bro, did you not have the Creepy Crawly Man? I did not. He'd never come to your
0: school? What the fuck is the Creepy Crawly Man?
1: The Creepy Crawly Man would come to school and he'd bring all Creepy Crawlies. What? Yeah. Who? Bit of a weird name for a kid's entertainer, isn't it? Creepy Crawly. Are hey, you say he, like he, spiders? He'd bring bugs in? Yeah, it would bring like locusts,
0: tarantulas, all sorts. So just like a zoologist? Fucking probably, but he's called the Creepy Crawly Man. Yeah, maybe... If you were five, but then you grew up and then
1: learnt his actual p- name of his uh, profession. This is this is this isn't a thing I thought about since I was five. So it's in that box of five, which is why I'm calling him as the creepy crawly man. Creepy crawly man. I never had. A... Can people
0: said that there was the creepy crawly man. He just had spiders. No, I had all sorts. Was he snakes scheduled to come in? Like he was a. Nah, he just would turn up on a Tuesday <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Headmasters is like hey, saying to a uh, "This <laughs> South London. Show us your spiders." Uh, these kids, <laughs> these kids are carrying knives. they we ain't want to deal with a cobra, uh, he's not touching them. He'll be. <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Did you ever? <laughs> did you have a pervert uh, teacher at school? I did not did you you're saying this as in it um a common thing i uh we had a couple you had creepy crawly men and pedophiles i understand so much about who you are as a person now (laughs) we had uh this
2: in first school
0: or secondary school secondary school
1: secondary school oh pervert in primary school isn't funny no that's that i don't know what it is but it's It's, pervert in primary school is a little bit well we can't laugh about
0: this on the podcast on the podcast
2: (laughs) (laughs) secondary school pervs though yeah yeah we, yeah we had one post
0: 11 pervs is fair game yeah I, we had
1: that we used to have this janitor just take pictures of us oh. and it, it was a performing art it just be recording us a break and like laughing about it and then With we these or what, what are you sure th-
2: he was pervy or he wasn't just taking the piss out of drama students
1: no 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 it was it was pervy mm. and then he he would come to the dance class and we always catch him like looking in when we, were, uh, when we were doing our dance class.
0: Maybe one of the kids was his illegitimate child, but he couldn't tell them, and uh, he's just, like, filming the footage.
1: I'm going to go with Octon's razor here and just say he wanted to fuck some 14-year-olds rather than he was, you know, and he sh- the way he did that was getting working at a school. I don't know if he started working there, and it it, it he found himself, mm. his journey of self-discovery,
0: that he was a paedophile, Right, because that could be the thing. You could not be a pedophile, and then you get to school and like, oh, this is unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> it's unlocks. like, I've, I
1: found myself. Yeah. I'm, I really learned so much working with kids. <laughs> oh, like, well, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm the what freak. they might call in prison protected custody. <laughs> <laughs> who was your school pervert, Phoebe?
2: Oh, we had a teacher who would then go out to the nightclubs in the town near our school. And like meet up with everyone in the nightclubs. Oh no. Yeah. Was he hot? And he'd be like, no. Oh. No, no, no. So he'd find us there after we like turned 18, or like, I'm assuming if he thought we'd get fake ID, whatever, and then would. Try and buy us drinks, or like. Um, but he got found out. He he tried to sell drugs to <laughs> one,
1: one of the. Sorry, sorry, it's Walter White. <laughs> 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 he's kind of going at him with Walter White. He try, He's trying to. <laughs> he tried
2: to sell drugs to uh, a student who was actually like the. She was a daughter of someone like really high up in the school. I can't remember exactly what their title like.
0: She was a snitch. head teacher
2: ish, ba- basically. Mm. And yeah, he's been banned from the school. But he said some things when we were there, he'd be like, oh, the girl's skirt's too long and things like that.
1: When guys start saying things like that, I always think you're not even trying to hide it no at least have some at least have a little bit of I Such need to thing. hide that I'm yeah. I'm a pervert
2: he was new as well so you think he want to try and make a good first impression but he was like adding everybody on Facebook oh
1: no dude you can't like, be doing that commenting on
2: everyone's Facebook posts talking about like because he was a language teacher like talking about the, like, the oral exams and like making like wow yeah yeah wow. Oh. but we all found it funny like looking back at yeah, it yeah we found it, it funny it was like oh my god actually that's so bad but at the time we were like ha ha Hi,
1: ah, this guy's hello. I'm finding it funny now. <laughs> <I'm here>. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, think I don't know what it is, but as someone who was like had a couple of pervert teachers at school, mm. oh my god, do you know do you know the worst one we had? And I actually really liked this teacher. He was fucking cool, wasn't it? Mm. But he, he was just a bit of a lad. And sometimes like the girls would walk into PE and he'd go we had separate PE classes, obviously, and I was in a football team. He was like, you lads need to be getting stuck in there. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that was what he would say to us. And Whoa. we were like 14, 15. He was like proper,
0: proper PE locker room chat. Yeah. He once, oh my God, this is so bad. You're just having so many unlocked childhood memories. Dude, I had some right fucking now. mental things at school.
2: Don't you hate looking back at things that you thought were like wholesome memories and you're like, oh, actually that adult was really messed up.
1: Yeah, he used uh, <sighs> to think he, about he's about that. shout I was at football to teenagers. He used to shout if you took a bad touch. There's a footballing term for that, but it shouldn't be used in school. It shouldn't mm. be used at all. Where you go,
0: you have the touch of a rapist. Oh, yeah, classic. And he could see, can't steal it. You got a touch of a rapist. Can't get the ball forward. That's and just like old school Harry Redknapp. That yeah, that is it's old school football. But it, uh,
2: I don't even understand that. Why?
0: Because so it's a bad touch it's quite. A, a oh, a bad touch. So a bad, bad touch bad. in football. Okay. Yeah. Well, rapists famously have. Yeah. But also, <laughs> to explain the metaphor. Famously. <laughs> famously. Almost their trademark. Like, is. It's,
1: uh, yeah. like, it's, like it's like their bail for, uh, <laughs> where, they do, where they do the hard side. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is their... Yeah. <laughs> Yes,
1: but but, but shouting that, I understand what people say now. Like you normalize that kind of thing because sometimes I do go with when people are like you got a banned words and talking these ways. I do go with that. That wasn't normalization about talking about that subject in an unhealthy manner in a locker room chat way. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, that's not a good, and especially to teenagers, you, you're going to shout something like that, and they're then going to go through life thinking it's acceptable to to sort of talk that way, which I guess is probably why I you know i i sometimes say things oh, Why lot people getting upset and it's probably because of things like that where you go but that's just how people speak and you don't you don't take into account or other people's other people's feelings or attitudes towards that kind of
0: language elliot's had a breakthrough boom i'm not boom. gonna do anything to work on it oh yeah <laughs> Mark. it's on i i think i didn't have a pervy teacher i think i was i was pervy towards teachers um <laughs> As a teacher, I always used to try and hold her hand in the hallway. What the fuck, Mike? Like, I'd be walking past her and I wanted, I'd i brush my hand past her hand. Like, just, we'd touch thumbs. How old were you? Uh, 17. No, no, no. <laughs> 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 no, no, I was like, this is in primary school. I just always wanted to, to brush past... Hold her hand a bit you have the you have the same technique now <laughs> yeah that's um, i've not I've not improved <laughs> you were dropping the same game at seven as yeah, yeah, you yeah. are at twenty six yeah yeah it's twenty years game and you know it it, it it's still the same to this day we yeah. used to yeah we had a couple of, of naughty teachers there was a
1: there was a few there was um who was it oh yeah uh Aussie was telling me once that one of the, the teachers, one of the teachers from her school, sort of like yours, Phoebe, went and uh, met up with a girl in town. Uh, they were in the club. Uh, she was about eighteen, and ended up taking her home. Which is, I mean, it's it's legal, but it's it's definitely B-A-R- not. Yeah, is it, is
2: it legal whilst they're still teaching? I don't N- think it is. No,
1: it's not legal if you're if you could you you can't. Have I f- fucking weirdly? I know this because a teacher told us. Okay. Sorry, Mike, that shout scared yeah, yeah, yeah. you. Oh, yeah, sorry, it's okay. It was very delicate, and I forget sometimes.
0: Okay, go, go, go. That, that is your point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like being called delicate, did he? No, no, it's strange. <laughs> 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 so it's funny, sometimes you'll say a joke like that to Mike, and he really, he'll really put a face and let you know that he didn't yeah, enjoy it.
0: <laughs> we won't go there again,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, you uh, yeah, if you're teaching someone, if who, if someone's sixteen and you're teaching them and they're a student of yours, it's illegal to have sex with them.
0: Um, I think up until eighteen. I
2: think so you're still not allowed to if they're if you're teaching them and they're eighteen. Are
0: we are we really going to bookend the podcast by giving loopholes on how teachers can can fuck kids?
2: Yeah, you've got ten minutes left. You might want to go We're on to really a gonna, topic. gonna
1: just. Well,
0: it was, I, I, I was
1: saying it was weird that a teacher told me that. Right, right, right. I was saying. He was giving you the loophole. He was, giving us,
0: he was giving us the loophole. He was passing on the recipe, passing on the codes. He yeah, was, he also, he it was, wasn't he, me. It wasn't, you know, I didn't, hey guys, I've extensively researched <laughs> this area. <laughs> and, <laughs> I've looked at the pros. Do you know what's funny? Like my first, like I had a guy in school and he used to sell chicken wraps and he was kind of like my first experience with a drug dealer because he had the, like the best chicken wraps on on the school like the, and the canteen would get mad at him. He puts like <laughs> chicken wraps are like two pounds, and he used to make them at home and sell them in school.
2: What was in the chicken wrap?
0: So yeah, chicken. So that's that's the that's the basis.
2: But what was okay? What's the wrap? Like, no, no, no.
0: I was getting into. It. I was oh. I was naming all the recipes. Yeah, yeah. Chicken and they had a salsa sauce, and it was like mayo and 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 lettuce. It was a really good solid chicken wrap, and that's my first probably somebody successfully sort of dealing hustling, you know th- th- that that. I wonder where he is now. Probably he is. Selling drugs, but the way he undercut the system like that is, 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 is
1: very uh, it's very cool to watch. Admirable. We we had a guy in our school, Dwayne. I shouldn't have said his name. Um, he's not listening. Nah, he's not. But I can't go on to say what I was going to say. Can't tell the rest of the story. But he started out selling sweets and frutella, and you go by tangos off him and multi-packs. And now he's a pimp. <laughs> Not far off. Wow.
0: Gateway. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> Gateway. Yeah. yeah. LucasAid to, to, to vagina.
1: I, I did that one time. I started selling sweets in school, but then I did get punched up and robbed. By other sweet sellers? No, I just by some kids who just wanted my stuff. Oh. <laughs> oh. Just kind of fucked me up and took everything and went, what? And that was my first introduction to, yeah. Yeah. Never have anything, never own
0: anything valuable. You went into a new territory and you hadn't really looked at the market because there was a guy who started selling chicken wraps and he was undercutting this guy selling the first chicken wraps. But his chicken wraps weren't as good, and also he did get in trouble. They they, they did they did have an altercation. Oh really? Yeah yeah, and, and which is kind of like the introduction into the, to the drug dealing world. My my school was very interesting in terms of it was kind of a microcosm of the world as, as a whole because we had um two sections in the school right one of them we called the suburbs where mainly white people hung out and then we had the ghetto Who called, okay who named who what because we named it we it was just a self named okay right we had the ghetto and the suburbs <laughs> that's, and that's so not okay the ghetto was run down like the computers were broken like nothing worked we, we, we spent a long time rapping in there and then the suburbs were nice the suburbs were very nice it was a lot bigger a lot more civilized and sometimes there were people who could sort of manoeuvre both worlds, mm. like like the Obamas. Do you know what I mean? They they could like talk to the suburbs, talk to the ghetto, but it's kind of like a microcosm of, of the world as a whole. And did you ever have? A, we had this at school. Did you ever have race based football teams? Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Did you? Yeah. Uh, was it a bit tricky when the whites won? Yeah, it was. Uh, well, well, you wouldn't the, the, really the, win that. Uh, one, uh, the the black the black team was so much better. Yeah, I I imagine whites would have good foundation, but you couldn't really deal with the pace. (laughs) I wasn't gonna say it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I don't wanna. I don't wanna be the guy. Whites would have a solid 4-4-2. You know, I would go long ball football. No, no, no frills. (laughs) Hard tackling, getting in there. Well, you couldn't deal with the pacing behind the wingers, you know. Nah,
1: nah it's, it's uh, it was a uh, the 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 Black it's like Guardiola really revolution- versus Mourinho. Yeah, you know the, what I mean? the Black had really revolutionised the fullback <laughs> position. <laughs> well, I mean, we we were never we, were, we 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 could get up, but we couldn't get back. <laughs> <laughs> it, really, it put us on the back foot a lot. <laughs> yeah, we uh, had we had race-based football. The but it, that's funny that that's just how when you grow up in that environment. When whenever you see, do, how do you feel about these
0: people who say things like "I don't see race"? I don't, I don't. I don't it doesn't really make sense. I don't understand because color is a color, isn't it? Mm. So you see it, yeah. And plus, like, there's so many things linked to your race and culture that to say that you don't see it is, it's confusing. it's, it's, it's not as. Um, liberal as they think you know
1: okay then here's a here's a thing to do with the philosophy and drugs and race it's completely socially acceptable especially as we were talking about in this country you call it the suburbs or something like that for people to take cocaine or MDMA absolutely socially acceptable for white people to do that when black people in America started using, using crack and it was a problem in the ghetto in America the, the sentence for crack co- Crack, I believe, carried it, was usually seven times more than a sentence for cocaine, and cocaine was seen as a more white, wealthy drug. Only and difference
0: c- is baking soda.
1: Mm-hmm. So twenty years more. Yeah, and it was it was like a lot more. So that's where again, my thing with the efforts of drugs is a lot of drugs is used as a racist. It
0: comes from an old white system of and, racism, and especially now when you have the opioid crisis in america which is uh, sort of affecting a lot of middle america so a lot of white people in ohio and those places there you know and so white people are now suffering heavily in large numbers with that drug and sort of the reaction to that has been rehabilitation has been what can we do to solve this as, as a wider crisis and then you see what happened in the 80s and it was like these people are criminals and we're yeah. locking them up and some of them are still locked up to this day so i wanted to actually you're, you're actually seeing now the, the legalisation of weed a lot. Yeah. Right. And there there is that thing there about a lot of people who used to sell weed back in the day, they're still in prison. They've yeah. still been criminalised and, you know, made to look evil. So what do you think now about the ethics of weed now becoming... Sort of a market, the weed market. I mean, it's probably the only a matter of time before in this country it probably becomes legalized, for example.
1: Yeah, it will probably more likely happen under a conservative or liberal Democrat government and Labour government, probably, because Labour, for some reason.
0: Well, conservatives know. see the money at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, and Labour, I think, are scared. They want like conservative votes, so they never actually have liberal social policies. They always have slightly more liberal economic policies. So w- when it comes to social issues, they're kind of like, no, 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 look, we we, t- t- trans people don't exist. And they're doing that because they're trying to keep a, a, a conservative mm. base as well, which is which is infuriating. But they, I think if it happens, you're right, it will be under a conservative way and would be all about making money. And then you're going to see it, capitalism to the extreme. And suddenly it's going to be OK to invest in the people who money makes money. So the people who make money already have money. Mm. So they'll get in early doors. It, it's not going to be, oh, you're legalized. And that, that's what I'm saying. People who sell drugs then have to find a new criminal outlet, They've which they been, will. Uh, the, the gentrification of drug dealing. Mm. Well, there is a gentrification of drug dealing a lot of the time. But I think drug dealing is now, for the most part, most people do it through the internet. Right. Or, you know, that way. I mean, people still do, obviously, bad drugs bad drug old school way, but through the internet it's a lot safer it's it's a lot more convenient yeah that, that's the thing with decriminalizing something and making it, it most people most people just want a convenient way to you know relax after work I'm mean, talking about spliff or something like that I right. know what do you think on the on the gentrification of drugs
0: yeah for me it's it's a hard um, pill to take no, no pun intended uh, with you know I I think if we can like make it a way where sort of people are who were originally drugged in like I know a lot of examples like Jay-Z who's investing a lot in, in weed and stuff and like that so maybe I'm not saying that drugs are black owned should be just black owned shit but like in terms of People, it'd be it'd be quite funny <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if that came a thing. Like, we need black-owned
1: businesses, and we're going to start with it. It'd be a real mixed message. <laughs> <right>? yeah, <man. laughs> you could be you could be anything, an entrepreneur, as long as like you know the black-owned business, as long as we own the cocaine market. <laughs> we <weed> and honey. <laughs> whoa, 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 you're sending out a lot of uh, odd messages there, Mike.
0: It'd just be uh, uh, it'll be typical if it became that thing where it's like middle-aged white people who were. Shunning this and shaming people are now the ones to to make the profit of it when it when it becomes legalized
1: But that's that's what it is. That's what That's that's what does happen. It's the same thing. It'll be it will just become a McDonald's version of drugs Mm. So you'll probably eventually there'll be certain brands that people use when it comes to buying. when I imagine in my life I'll see the decriminalization of drugs majority-wide like on most of it. I think I think I think politics. This is what I find weird about politics. You look at Portugal. Portugal's got a really good example, and we're too scared because fucking old people are allowed to vote, which is annoying. Once you pass sixty-five, you shouldn't be voting.
0: Sixty-five is still pretty. Um,
1: no, you don't know anything. Sharp in the mind. You, no, they're not.
0: That's like they're still going to live for like another thirty years or something.
1: I know, and they're going to let us know about it. <laughs>
0: But, you know we're also just not addressed as well like at the end of the day the the very beginning of the production line of the drugs you know you look in Colombia oh, yeah. stuff like this these are the people oh, if, suffering
1: if you're buying cocaine then you you can't you're not ethical but you use oil yeah. yeah okay there was a there's been illegal wars over that so
0: where are you going to draw I love l- that's your cop out yeah there's no point being a good person yeah use oil dude I buy, I, I just, I'm a, we I'm
1: the West is in decline. We're going to pay heavily for it. Let me have the next 10 years of fun before we're all underwater. Just 10 years? I think the next 10 years are going to be, I think the next 10 years are going to still be, oh, we're seeing the start of things going wrong. And uh, I reckon when we're in uh, in our 40s, we're going to go, whoops, we, we really should have done something. Might as well start drinking. Exactly. Drink this drugs. is the uh, thing. Like this that. is why people drink and do drugs, because the world itself is depressing. Look
0: at that, I mean that's I mean that that that's that's a pretty sharp way to end. It seems to be we that's how we end all of our pods, like just like, yeah, fuck it, might as well you know? <laughs> I thought that was a good end. I think that's I think you know we 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 discussed. We, never, we didn't solve the drug crisis. I don't think anyone was expecting that coming into this. I think it would have been an ambitious goal. <laughs> I need to stop in an, setting in some a, ambitious goals for us. In, in, in an
1: hour as well. <laughs> in an hour, that, that would have been.
0: Somebody had to do it. Somebody yeah. had to tackle
1: this. We really sat down and finally two men started talking I mean, about an issue on a podcast. Finally it happened. Look at that.
0: Well, you know, have you got anything you want to promote, Elliot, before we before we shoot off? I, mean, I do thank you, Michael. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, sometimes it's, you know, you'd know be polite and just say, no, nah, I'm cool. Right, well, you have really... I mean, promote it. Know, it go, slightly sour now. Go promote.
1: I'm delicate as well, Michael, and you forget. <laughs> You're the only delicate one here.
0: I'm not delicate at all.
1: Uh, I'm like a little flower with... And my, my feelings are petals and you're riffing them.
0: Share, share, <laughs> share your flower. <laughs> share my flower. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. It
1: There's a skill to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, this weekend, I'll be at Birmingham Glee Friday and Saturday doing the show. So if you live in Birmingham, come down. It's one of the, the, the funnest. Give the date. Of. This Friday and Saturday, if you are listening to this, and it's not this Friday or Saturday because you're listening to this in the past, you missed it. Okay. <laughs>
0: Just give the date of things The 25th and the 26th of March Basic promotion is to give the date of the thing that you're going to do Okay, And then next week uh, Sorry, 29th, 28th, 30th, 31st, the 1st, 2nd of
1: April I'm going to be in Austria at Altitude Festival It will be a lot of fun If you have the money to and want to book your tickets now You won't regret it Any of our Austrian listeners, also, if you're free that day we got a a couple, I think, you know there we go. Well, apparently, apparently we're doing well in the Singapore podcast charts. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So, Ooh. Uh, so we're gonna be. There's gonna. That's where our first live show is gonna be. Let's talk about drugs out there, and we'll get the death penalty. Yeah. Uh, and then also, if anybody is coming to snow bombing in April, that's the week after altitude. I will be doing shows there. And then I'm going to be uh, at Match Festival, McCannlyth. On the first of the first of May, and uh, the Prince of Wales at some point, but I can't find that now. Uh, Michael, is
0: there anything that you have coming up that you'd like to share with our wonderful audience? Well, on the fifth of April, I'm emceeing uh, the the Street Easy Easy Time Comedy Gig. You can find the details on my Instagram. I've also got a Brighton fringe show, and I still don't. I still don't know when that is. <laughs> I don't know. I've been promoting it for three weeks now, and I have. Very few information um, about when it will be. But once I know... Oh, I'm going to promote the hell out of that show once I have those details we'll be posting your
1: details on the BTEC Philosophers Twitter page as well which we've got up and running which is which we've got about and the Instagram page if you listen to this podcast follow the Instagram we'll be posting a lot more clips sorry I haven't been posting clips this week I've been very very busy once we set up a Patreon and get a bit of money and we'll get like a proper editor and stuff and have things a bit more scheduled and stuff like that because at the moment it's just me and Mike kind of doing. it well it's mainly Phoebe if I'm honest with you it's but we're, we're sticking to our Schedule, which I think is good.
0: Yeah, this is more like post-pod conversation that we don't know how to, to finish. We don't know how to this. back out of this. We're, we're still learning.
2: So that was B Tech philosophers. <laughs> thank you for yeah, listening. Mike and Elliot. <laughs> thank,
1: <laughs> thank you. <so> much. <laughs> oh, is
2: that the okay? Cool. Yeah.
1: We still... I... That was good.
2: Yeah.
0: You're right. Yeah. Wow.
1: Well, what's up?